Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet Dakiwood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, he's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyanukokraba. Now on today's message. You are free when you are going home, you look at, you look at, <laughs> you look at, No, something that is standing there on the road. And say, ah, I'm Robert Ben with Jinan Kwan National. Whereas it's a plant. It's just a tree that has been like this. Most of us, look, I, a lady came to stay with us. A church member came to stay with us at a point. When I was in Uganda. Because she was having some struggles and my wife spoke to me. I said, oh, it's okay. You should come. So she came to stay with us. Her room that we gave to her, she would always leave, leave the light on. When she was going to sleep. I said, Charlie, the light to know that you have left on. It's his bill, so. So one day we called her and said, why do you always leave the light on? And she said, Pastor. She used to come from Kenya. She said, Pastor, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. When I put light off, I see something is coming for me. Look, upon all the encouragement we gave her, the revelations we gave her, she still said, she begs us. We should just allow her to leave the light on. Hey! Some of you are here, you are afraid. A lot of sisters are afraid that somebody will snatch your beloved. Somebody will snatch your husband. That's why you are always monitoring. I, I know I'm preaching to some people out there. <laughs> I'm not preaching to people, people who are here. Some men are afraid that they'll lose their jobs. What are you afraid of? Some people are even afraid of height. Yekaso, let's go to the seventh floor. Seventh what? Seventh floor. But you see, we must get to a point where we walk through this life not afraid. Why? Because the Lord is our strength. I said, why? Because the Lord is our strength. If you know that the Lord will be your strength, give a mighty clap to the Lord. And so, today, I want us to look at this very important subject called the second determinant, strength. The second determinant, strength. Number one, I'm giving you a few points and then we'll be closing. I hope you brought your communion. Strength determines the quality of your leadership. Write it down. Strength determines the quality of your leadership. Psalms 110 verse 1 to 3. Psalms 110 verse 1 to 3. Bible says that the Lord said unto my Lord, Sir, sit thou at my right hand. Until I make thine enemies thy footstool. The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule. Take note of this word. Rule. 
when the strength of the Lord is giving you, one of the things that begins to happen is that you are you are somebody who makes sure that things are orderly done. You are somebody who takes charge. You are somebody who is not afraid to correct when it must be corrected. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. Thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power in the beauties of holiness. From the womb of the morning thou hast the dew of thy youth. Hallelujah. You know, many, many good leaders are good or are noted as good. Why? Because what? Because they are strong. All the nations that seem to be nations that most people want to go to is because they have leaders who are strong. Like Singapore. The, the person who made Singapore what it is today how many know his name? What is his name, Mr. Zetuni? Lee? Lee Wanchu. Those who don't know, 27% of your life was about to go. <laughs> Charlie, the man was strong. Do you know what he did? Because in the early 40s, early 50s, Singapore was just like Ghana. In terms of everything that we see in Ghana. You see, wherever you pass, the rubbish, people we we anywhere, we sell anywhere, people's cars that get broke down, just park anywhere. I mean, we are just like that. Basa, basa, basa. That was how Singapore was. But this man said, no. If Singapore is to be like some of these very well-developed nations, I need to put my feet down. People will not like me, but I am going to do this. It took him almost 50 years to bring Singapore to what it is today. When, today when you go to Singapore, the roads are neat. Everywhere is in order. You cannot even chew chewing gum. If you are, if you are caught chewing gum, you will be whipped. Because you see, People chew gum and they throw it anywhere. People chew gum and sometimes they stick it on the chair. It's part of Ghanaians. I was not this type of Ghanaian, but it's part of Ghanaians. But you cannot wee anywhere. Last year when I went by the grace of God to Korea, I saw that Korea is just like Singapore. They, they are brothers and sisters. Clean! But it's because they have strong leaders. Some of these are our nations we are in. Our leaders are not strong enough. Look, if we can have a president who say, Kaswa, this road, nobody should sell under this bridge. Nobody should sell by the roadside. People will say, we will not vote for you. And said, you feel like, don't vote for me, but this is what I want to do. But that is the problem. Me preaching, can why do you confuse Pastor, you politics. That is your problem. That is your problem. That is the problem. We we are not strong. And it, it didn't start from when they became politicians. It started from when they were children. Most of us have grown not to be strong. If you are going to be a father whose children are supposed to become what they have to be, you must be strong. Bible says that train up a child in the way he should go. That means that you must be strong to get a child to go the way he should go. You cannot be a bishop who is not strong. Many people don't like me, but it is not. we have just begun. 
We have just begun. Because if I am going to make sure that your life goes well, I must be strong. Strength is not by your talking. Strength is not by your face. Strength is by your ability to get things done the way it must be done. And I see you be strong. But someone home. Those who are not clapping, you are weak. Those who are clapping, you are stronger. Hey. That is why God told Joshua in Joshua chapter 1. Look at it. Joshua chapter 1 from verse 1. Bible says, Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua the son of Nun, Moses' minister or Moses' servant, saying, verse 2, Moses my servant is dead. Now therefore, arise. That means that something is about to happen. Arise. Go over this Jordan. You and all these people unto the land which I do give to them. Even to the children of Israel. And Joshua was listening. God was speaking and Joshua was listening. Look at it, verse 3. The Bible said that every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you as I said unto Moses. Verse 4. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. So God was showing Joshua what he was about to do. And it was not an easy assignment. I'm sure as he was talking, Joshua was thinking. Joshua looked cool. And look at what God said, verse 5. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. And Joshua was becoming calm courage. Because what God was saying is that I am going to be the strength of your life. And then God said, verse 6, He said that, Be strong! And of good courage. And then, I saw you about one t-shirt, and you catch us on your and say, Be strong! Strong. So it is strength now. Can a moon? Who must strength and I say strong yes strong. Strong yes strong. Physically you have to be strong. But if you are not physically strong, how can you do some things? Mentally, you have to be strong. That's why we read. You cannot be a leader without reading. It is only readers who lead. Um, who you weak? You can't sponsor only shikan. You can't politician only shikan. You can't Bible. What is the scripture you can quote? John three sixteen. John three sixteen. For God so, you don't remember. For God so loved the world. That's the only scripture you know. You should be able to quote it. Hey, today I challenge you. If you are 32 years and you can't quote 32 scriptures, you have disappointed God's creation. But one scripture per year, one scripture per year, which is a disgrace to you because the whole of the year you learned only one scripture. Where did 20, 20 scriptures? You are weak. 
That's why Satan has been kicking, kicking you. He's been booting you right, left. Yarebia that should be, and there's a scripture for it. How can't you have scriptures to fight that battle? You're weak. Mentally, you got to be strong. Emotionally, you got to be strong. Some of us, we are emotionally weak. Emotionally, just like feelings, you're weak. Obama tofu mawa or no bed then eh. And open high dim pa. As if since you are tall, baby. Because hey, we won't feel pe now what's that go? You are emotionally weak. You are weak in your will. You are not able to say yes. You are not able to say no. You woke up in the morning. You said, look, today I am going to study. Because I have an exam on Friday. And then a friend comes and he said, I want you to go with me. We are going to visit my auntie. And then, where, where is your auntie? She is at Cape Coast. <gasps> Cape Coast. So, oh, please, I want you to go with me. And then because of that, you have just changed your whole day. You follow your friend to Cape Coast to go and waste your time. You are weak when it comes to your saying yes or no. You are weak. Somebody comes and says that there's this loan. You can easily apply for a loan. And say me, I don't believe in loan. And the person gives you three reasons why you should collect a loan. And then you allow yourself. You are weak. You are weak. And spiritually, most of us are weak. So, we are spirits. We have a soul. We live in a body. All these three areas of your life, you must be strong. And it is your strength that determines whether you win the battles of your life. Most of us, we are struggling because we are weak. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10. You see? Look at it. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10. Nehemiah had given God's people the word of God. And then he could see that they were crying. And he said that then he said unto them, Go your way. Eat the fat. Drink the sweet. Send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. And he said that for this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be ye sad or neither be ye sorry. And he said that, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So one thing that makes becomes your strength, apart from the Lord being your strength, is the joy of the Lord. Today I want to explain that, before I go to my next point and I close. You see, joy looks like happiness, but it's, there's a difference. Hmm? Are you happy? Somebody say, yes. Anybody who is happy, is happy because of happenings. Hmm? Will you forget? You are happy because of happenings. Oh, thank you. And then that day you are happy. 
You're happy because you passed your exam. You're happy because you got money. You're happy because now you have interest on your on your money. You're happy because everybody says that you are looking nice. You're happy because that's happenings. If you are like that, you are weak. Joy is being happy irrespective of what is happening around you. Joy is when I am happy though I don't have money in my pocket. Joy is I'm happy though I went to the saloon and the barber didn't cut my hair well. Joy is I'm happy though I went to the saloon and the style I wanted the lady to do, she did something that makes me look like a cockroach. And people are saying, oh, what type of hairstyle is that? And you're still happy. That is joy. If you don't have joy, you say, because of the hairstyle, I won't come to church. The joy of the Lord, Bible says, it's your strength. Most of you don't have joy. It is the joy of the Lord that will make you come to church and everything is fighting against you. But as Pastor Richard was teaching us the song, he said, take the stage, Lord. And have your way And you're singing from the depths of your heart I'm just a vessel And nothing more When you're done Please take the glory I'm satisfied Just to see you glorified It is not easy for me Maybe things are fighting against me But I still say Take the stage if That thing is called joy Bible says that this joy comes from the Holy Spirit. In Galatians chapter 5, from verse 19, it talks about the works of the flesh. It says that the works of the flesh are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, and he lists a lot of them, about 13 of them. And then he goes on to verse 22. It says that now. This is the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit. Take note. He said the fruit, the cup, the spirit is capital S. That is the Holy Spirit. That is God in the third person. He said that the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit, fruit means that the works of the spirit. And that's the prophet of the spirit. And that's if Holy Ghost is working on me, these are the things I need to see. These are the things you are going to see. And he started listing them. He said, I love. Odor. Love. love is a strength. And he continues to say that the second thing is joy. He said that joy, Nehemiah 8.10, is your strength. So, when the Holy Ghost is working on me, what begins to happen is that I have joy. When I come to church and my shoe, as I was coming, oh, Charlie, life can be somewhere. One of these days I was going for a program and I wore my shoes. A nice black shoot. And I was just picking something. I just went down now and the thing did You don't want to think about it. I mean, my hair. Bro. Just like that. So my, 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 my only blessing. <laughs> How would you feel? Look, I just had to within seconds take a decision. 
And this is the joy. Take a decision. Tell myself, take that stage, Lord. And then got something ironed very fast and then dressed relatively okay for the program. And I got there. People said they were blessed. But they didn't know what I was going through. Some of you have come to church. You are looking so nice. But people don't know what you are going through. They don't know what you are going through. But don't let them know what you are going through. That is your strength. I see the Lord blessing you. Give a mighty clap to the Lord. May your clapping bring a blessing to you this week. Hallelujah. Point number two. Strength determines your ability to fight against your enemy. Strength determines your ability to fight against your enemy. Isaiah chapter 28 verse 6. Bible says, And for a spirit of judgment to him that sitteth in judgment, and for strength to them that turn the battle to the gate. Don't forget this phrase. And for strength to them that turn the battle to the gate. The man of strength is able to turn the battle to the gates. Don't forget that statement. Maybe you can even use it in your prayer. Lord, I should give me strength. May I turn the battle to the gate. I'm going to explain to you. What does it mean? Your strength determines if the battle will turn to the gates of your enemy. Strength, your strength determines your ability to fight in this life. There are many good fights in this life. And so Paul told Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. In 1st Timothy chapter 6 verse 12. A good fight is a fight, is a fight for something good. So any fight, anything you have to struggle, which will let you have some good, is a good fight. To, to, to be able to maintain a good health is a fight. It is a fight. It involves you doing exercises, you eating good food, you drinking a lot of fluids, a lot of water. Water is the best medicine. Clean water is the best medicine. You can decide not to take any other medicine and drink a lot of water. And you'll be healthy and looking fresh. You doing everything possible to be able to maintain your health. Eating good food. Less of some vitamins and more of some vitamins. Now you must know and as you do it, you are actually fighting the good fight of your faith in terms of your health. It's a fight. And that fight, if you don't, because Satan is doing everything to stop you. If you don't fight, you will not win. If you don't fight for good health, you'll be sick. If you don't fight for good health, you will die before your time. If you don't fight for good health, you would, you're not able to do something that people are doing. If you don't fight for whatever you want, you will not get it. If you don't fight to build a house, you will not build a house. Your, 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 your father didn't build a house. Your father's father didn't build a house. What about you? It is something generational. If you don't fight, you can't build a house. 
If you don't fight, you must fight for everything that is good. Am I talking to somebody? You must fight to be able to accomplish something in this life. Every good thing that you need. Oh, I want God to bless me. It doesn't come like that. You must fight for it. Those days of manna has been long been over. It's a fight. Hey, look at somebody and do like this to the person and say, are you hearing what the pastor is saying? It's a fight. A good fight is a worthy fight. Strength determines a person's ability to persist in that fight. Strength determines a person's ability not only to fight, but also to survive. Strength determines a person's ability to win in the camp of the enemy. And that is what he meant by you having strength to turn the battle to the gate. Don't let the devil think that he's winning. God is looking for believers from today who are strong enough know God as their God and are ready not to give up but ready to make sure that in every situation they are winning. Bible says in Daniel chapter 11 verse 32 and said that they that know their God they shall be strong and they will do exploits. I prophesy over you that you will be strong and you will do exploits. Can I have a better amen? You know, one of the things that makes you also strong, Bible says that you see, when God is the word. In the beginning was the word. Is it not so? And the word was with God. And the word was God. Where are we names that scripture in? Where, where is it in the Bible? John chapter 1. Verse 1. In the beginning was the word. And to be a fear, say, So when you're going to start anything, the word. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. The Lord is my strength. Another way of looking at it is that the word of God is my strength. Actually, the more word you have, the more stronger you are. To be a weak. One day I traveled to Uganda. This is about six years ago or something. For a program. I arrived on, I think on Thursday. And as I was going, a church member actually sent me a message. So at the airport, I got a message. And the message was, she's a married woman. Something was killing her softly. I don't know whether the husband had hurt her or whatever. But I just said an encouraging word and then my phone had to be off for flights. So when I arrived in Uganda, that's about, about seven hours, six to seven hours in the night. I connected to MTN and I started getting my messages. And then the lady was crying. And she had gotten to a point where she wanted to commit suicide. And I was shocked because she's somebody who sings. I thought she should know <laughs> that suicide means you go to hell. But it was not like that. You can be singing, you can even be preaching, but you'll be shocked that in the day of adversity, your strength will be tested. Proverbs 24, verse 5 and 10. 
Verse 10 especially. In the day of adversity. So at this particular time, the sister didn't know what to do. A lot of things were running through her mind. Hey, even told her, I want to ask you. You begin to think of committing suicide. If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. So, I realized that I was, a sla- I was her last hope in terms of helping her to see that this is what the word of God is saying. Charlie, I had to bath and get ready to be picked to the program. But, I had to have time to encourage this, my daughter, who was about to take her life. Scriptures upon scriptures. Scriptures. Meaning scripture. After about 35 to 40 minutes of constant, because you see, the word of God is the sword of the spirit. And I said, the sword in the spirit. Say it. Say it. And as she was doing that, she was attacking evil spirits that were trying to take her out. And by the time the 35 or 40 minutes was over, she said, Pastor, I am free. Oh, I am free. And that was the joy that I had. Today, on any crew, they don't joke about me. Because that particular time, she nearly gave her life to Satan. Sister, what about if your pastor was not there? Brother, what about if you could not reach your pastor? So today as we end, I'm begging you, take the word of God serious. Because the word is God. And it is your strength. The more word, look, when Jesus was, had fasted for 40 days, 40 nights, and came from the wilderness, Bible says Satan came to tempt him. Hey, Jesus, he's the son of God, oh. But when Satan came, Bible said that Satan would say, why don't you turn, um, the, 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 the bread, turn, turn what? Turn stones into bread. Turn stones into bread. Jesus said, ah, what revelation did you get from? Where did you get this revelation? Satan said, shut up. Are you not hungry? Turn stones into bread. And Jesus said, ah, man shall not eat by bread alone. What Jesus said at that time, which most of us can't do, was to quote a scripture. When he pulled that sword, Satan said, mm. And Satan came again. And he said, Why don't you bow down to me and I'll give you all this power in this world? And then Jesus saw it like a flash, the world and its beauty. And Jesus said, He said, A scripture. He said, What did he say? Luke chapter 4, verse 5. Hey, we'll show me. Send me a Bible. You're enjoying the story. <laughs> Look, Luke chapter 4, verse 5. And the devil took him up into a high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. In a moment of time. Next verse. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will give. You know, given to me by devil. Devil should give this to me. Jesus said, No! Adam gave it to you. Adam made a mistake. I will not want to collect this from you from a very funny way. Look at it. And Jesus said, Satan said, if thou would worship me, all shall be thine. 
And Jesus answered and said, and that's what I'm telling you. Jesus was strong. Jesus answered and said, sometimes eh, you don't know that Satan is speaking to you. That idea that you have, the idea that you don't want to come to church, is Satan no? A lot of how how was the, how was Satan didn't come like a black monkey. <laughs> Jesus, it was a thought. It was a thought. It was a thought. Like me and you, we have thoughts. Most of the thoughts are devilish, sensual, earthly. James 3.17 You know the scripture that is devilish. The money is not for you. Why don't you take it? Nobody will see. Out of the plenty 50, see if you take only two. Only two. They gave you 200 Ghana to go and buy and you were able to bargain. It was left to 40 Ghana. If you take it, it's not a sin. One why you don't want bargain when you have Ukuma chop money. What the kwako tadia nibiaka. Ukrubai no say, darling, scalibikai, no say there be. When you cry they can cry no. There be. All those things are thoughts. Devilish. Devilish thoughts. That's how it happened to Jesus. So when the thing came to Jesus, Jesus answered and said unto him, because he knew that is the devil. This is Jesus who was strong. Behind me, Satan. Why? For it is written. So, what can you say? What can we say? Anytime we have lost in life is because we couldn't say something to this funny thought that the devil was bringing to us. It is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall thou serve. Verse 9. And Satan didn't give up. He Verse 9, he brought him to Jerusalem, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, said unto him, you see, how did he bring him? Jesus would think like, oh, let me just go here. So sometimes, the decisions that we take, what we don't know is that Satan is behind it. He go to the pinnacle, the pinnacle. The, the, I was privileged in 2011 to go to Israel, and I went to stand at the pinnacle. It's just a small, it's like a small place that I said it's been cut. You can see a whole plateau and then you just stand at the edge and you can fall. So he had come to stand or he was standing here and something was telling him, why don't you jump? <laughs> and from there to down, it's like from there up here, the surface of this roofing sheet to down. And so Satan said, he set him on pinnacle and he said unto him, if thou be the son of God, also in Yameba, cast yourself down from here. JBB at Cheso will to me. Cheso your sofa. Cheso with me at Dominipa. Cheso your Christody. Cheso with me at Mobiaco prison. Cheso with me at Mobiaco. Show your power. Prove to somebody that you can discipline him. Prove to somebody that you can take him to prison. Prove to somebody that you can take him to a witch doctor. Prove to somebody that you can finish him. Prove to that taxi driver that you can lock him. Prove to that pastor that he's nothing. Prove to that church member that he came to meet you in church. Anytime you want to prove, you are, you are listening to the devil. 
If thou be the son of God, cast yourself down. Look at what he said. All this time, Jesus said, it is written. It is written. Look at it. It is written. He shall give his angels charge over thee. To keep thee. This is Satan speaking. Satan was now quoting scripture to back what he want to do. It was who said, you should name scripture. It was, Jesus Christ, it is written. No, Osamba, it is written. And Satan said, me to have, I will tell you, say me to know the scripture. So, hey, sister, brother, say you should open some in scripture, now we name scripture. And you watch you. Because we are seeing a woman, we are, we are moving in a dark well. Mr. Sedo, we are looking at dark well. Can you imagine? A dark well like you are blind. And you are fighting with somebody who is not blind. And the person comes and he hits you. Bah! And then you, where you were hitting, you are going towards that side. But the guy has come to this side. And you are there, no, he can't. And then you are going. That's how we are, we are in a dark world. And Satan, he oppresses in the dark so he can see me and you. We can't see him. And he's hitting us, he's beating us. And you are weak. And the thing that you should know that will make you strong to be able to fight the devil, you don't also have it. And you don't want to have it. So he said, me too, I know scripture. I will tell you, Jesus, that it is written in your Bible in Psalm 91, that verse 10, he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee. Verse 11. And in their hands, they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. This is all in the Bible. Satan was telling Jesus, and look at it, verse 12, and Jesus answering, said, this time he didn't say it is written, but that he said, it is said, it is said, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Look at it. Next verse. And when the devil had ended all the temptations, most of us, the problem is that Satan is not ending. Because you are not passing. So he's not ending. Eh? He's not ending. He's not ending. He's not ending. I say he's not ending. He's not ending. There you are thinking. Nobody likes me. Nobody likes me. The way you are thinking, and there you are bomb like that. Satan say, hey. keep thinking like that. But you should one day say, look, I refuse this funny feeling. I am, I am. People like me, people don't like me. I am myself. God loves me. And then Satan say, ah. The, the lady has overcome this one. Why don't you try this? And he tries it and then you shake yourself. When you keep doing that and sit there and realize that you know what you are doing, he will come to the end of that temptation. But listen, it doesn't end there. He says that when he had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season. So, my brother, this Sunday, I didn't, I didn't come here and you didn't come here for me to preach a nice word to you that would say that, oh, today the message was nice. No! God has sent me to tell you a rima, a prophetic word that this life, we need to be strong. All of us. Oh, you're bishop, oh, you're bishop, oh, you're pastor, oh, you're church worker, oh, you'll be a, oh, you're If you're not strong, Charlie, you can't survive. You can't survive. You can't survive because it is the strong that win the battle. And this morning I prophesy over you. May you be strong. I said may you be strong. 
I say you are becoming strong. From today, every battle you meet, whether in the spirit, in the physical, may you have the upper hand. In Jesus' mighty name. Please stand to your feet. And lift up your hands to the Lord. Take the stage, Lord. And have your way. I'm just a vessel and nothing more. When you're done, please take the glory. I'm satisfied just to see you glorify. There's one of the songs that brings strength to you. Oh, take the stage, Lord, and have your way. I'm just a vessel. I'm just a vessel. Nothing more and nothing more. When you're done, oh, when you're done, please take the glory. Please take the glory. I'm satisfied when you glorify. Satisfied. Oh, just to see you glorify. Let's sing again. Take the stage, Lord. Take the stage, Lord. Have your way. Have your way. I want to hear everybody singing. I'm just a vessel. I'm just a vessel. Nothing more. Nothing more. Just to see you glorify. You know, let me say this. Some of you are not singing. I'm saying this for your sake. One day, not too long ago, Bishop E.A.T. Saki traveled with me to South Africa somewhere, to the northern part of South Africa. The place is called Inglangani. And when we got there, the park, the car park was full of cars. And the presence, Uncle Mike, the presence, the presence of God was on the car park. And I said, hey, what a church. What? When I got there, when we got there, the people were singing one song for a long time. When we got there, apparently they have been singing for almost like 10 minutes. And they sang it more like 10 or 15 minutes. One song. And you see the, and people were just, one song. I've come to see, I learned that from there. I, I come to see that sometimes it's that one song singing. That brings the peace of, hey, yes, I am here jumping, jumping, jumping. I said we are having fun. As we are singing, you are meditating on the word. You are meditating on God. You are meditating. I want you to sing this from the depth of your heart. We are singing this song seven times. And my prayer is that strength will enter into you. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Take the stage, Lord. Oh, have your Sing it to Jesus. I'm just a vessel. And nothing more.
with Jesus I tell you it is Jesus who makes the difference the world needs Jesus Jesus said I am the way the truth and the life no one cometh unto the father except by me I want you to know that if Jesus is not the Lord of your life you will keep struggling and obeying you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal savior Wherever you are, it's just an opportunity. Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to let Jesus be the Lord of my life. Lift it up high. God bless you, sister. Lift it up high. Lift it up high. God bless you, brother. God bless you. At the back, lift it up high. Wepe John Sa. Me no babe bon pain. For Okuma, a time pain, Nechi. For Okuma, a time pain, Nechi. 
I want you to pray this prayer Very simple but it's going to be powerful Before you do that If you have lifted your hand Be bold, come to me right now Come, 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 come I'm waiting for you, come, come, come At the back, come, come, come The coming is a blessing Come, come Those who are clapping, encourage them with your clap God bless you God bless you, lift up your hand God bless you, keep clapping for them as they come We are taking a decision today Social distancing God bless you God bless you I wish there would be somebody who is acting as an usher here Please So that they know what to do God bless you, lift up your hand They look like little children But they are not Oh Yeah At the age of five they know things Ten So let's believe that They have lifted their hands And they want to do a day this, take this decision Please everybody close your eyes And say this after me If you are here, you are standing Close your eyes, lift up your hand And all those in the congregation Kindly say also to join them Say Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus Please forgive me, please forgive me of, all my sins. of all my sins I have sinned against you, I have sinned against you. But, this morning, but this morning I ask you to forgive me I, ask you to forgive I confess me. with my mouth, I confess with my mouth that, you are the Lord God, that you are the Lord God The Son of God, the Son of God. You came from heaven to this you earth came from heaven to, to, this die earth. For me. to die for me Jesus, Jesus come, into my heart. come into my heart Be the Lord of my life be the Lord of my life. From today, from today, I am born again. I am born again. I will serve you. I will serve you all the days of my life. All the days of Lord my life. Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please write my name. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. In the God's book of life. From today, from today, I will serve you. I will serve you. I will live for you. I will live for you. One day. One day when I die, when I die, I will come to you. I'll come to you. Satan, Satan, listen to me carefully. Listen to me carefully. From today, from today, I am no longer your servant. I am no longer your servant. You are no longer my. Se- you are no, you are no longer, longer my master. My master. No longer Jesus my master. has set me free. Jesus has set and me I'm free. free indeed. And I'm free indeed. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. For hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, I pray for these lovely six young boys and girls this is the beginning of great things you're about doing in their lives help us as a church to help them to be established holy spirit take over and use them for your glory in jesus name amen Amen. have you seen our pastor just follow him for just a few minutes and then you come and join us okay god bless please clap for them please take your seats thank you is the communion ready? Abby, did you come with your communion? Please, during this season, we don't serve communion again. So you have to be coming with your communion. So if you don't come with your communion, it will not be easy for you. I'm begging you. I've been saying it for the past two Sundays. So kindly have your communion. You just have a wine and then bring your bread and I'm sure God will be blessing. So let's stand to our feet. If you have your communion, everybody please stand to your feet.
you don't have your communion, you go home, go and take a communion. From next week, I'll do this again. So lift up your hand, let your hand be anointed, so that when you go home, you take your bread, and then you eat it. This is the body of Jesus. Jesus said, Now this is my body, broken for you. Eat in remembrance of me. So say the body of Jesus and eat it. Sing it. There's the wine. Jesus said that this wine is my blood poured out for you. I believe that Jesus could have wished that he pours his physical blood, but people would have brought about some religious beliefs from that. So he just took wine. The same Jesus who turned water into wine is the same Jesus who said, This is my blood. The wine turns to a blood. I want you to know that as we are taking this wine, we are taking the blood of Jesus into our body. The blood that cleanses. The blood that heals. The blood that delivers. The blood that protects. The blood by which when the devil of destruction sees, it passes over. The blood of Jesus. Drink it. Father, I thank you for an opportunity as a church to take communion. May blessings follow every one of us in the name of Jesus. And God's people say, Amen. God bless you. Please take your seat. I want us to take our offerings very quickly. Our time is for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers 0273 240 440-449 0540-774941 Stay blessed.